CES Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast from your friends at TV Guide. I'm your Survivor-obsessed host, Fox Van Allen, and joining me today is a man who is so great, no one is quite at his level just yet. It's Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. No one's ever on my level. No, no, no. Uh, (laughs) You're going to need a Tony ladder to get to my level. Every day, I try to reach your level, and I I I just can't dig down deep enough. Uh, all right, so we've got a uh, we had a heck of an episode last night, and we're going to talk about it all. Uh, we're going to discuss why everyone wants to weaken Rob rather than just vote him out. Uh, we're going to talk about Tony and Sarah's caper, do 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 do, uh, and we'll uh, we'll also have another exciting Survivor business report. Um, market uh, goes up, market goes down. Can't predict that. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about our our biggest. Uh, let's start with the biggest headline here, and that's uh, that's Ethan. Ethan goes home in this episode here. And uh, it looks like uh, a big reason why uh, Ethan goes home is Adam. And it's not because Adam wants Ethan to go home. It's, it's, uh, this is a, it's almost like a comedy of errors for, error, uh, for uh, Adam here. Because I, I feel like it's, it's just like one mistake after another. Uh, and the mistakes start early. And then they just keep on coming all yeah. throughout the episode. You think he might learn from his mistakes, but no, he just doubles down on it. Yeah. So I guess the the biggest worry there that Adam and Denise, who are working together as a pair, have is that they're worried they're on the bottom. And I guess they're part of a five-person alliance. And it's they're – I don't know that they're on the bottom of that. Um, but it, it's it's kind of like Ben Dreebergen, right, is kind of in the middle of it. And then we've got Jeremy and uh, Michelle. Michelle, who are kind of a pair. And I guess you could also say Jeremy and Ben seem to be working pretty well together, too. Yeah, I would say that three is, you know, one set of the alliance. Yeah. And then you've got Adam and Denise, uh, who are very worried that, you know, in the future, uh, when they're whittling down this other group of three, they want to maybe bring a couple people in, which is which is great. You know, that's, of course, that's how you play Survivor. Uh, but the, the worries me that Adam is going about it the wrong way. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah. So I guess uh, mistake number one here. Uh, so the idea is that uh, Adam wants to vote out Parvati, but also bring in Rob and Ethan closer. And the, the problem is that he goes to Ethan uh, with this idea before. It looks like before they even lose and don't even have to go to the tribal council. So he's already doing damage for no good reason early um, and, and setting up this idea that like, oh, well, I've got your back. But only you're back. Uh, Parvati is not so much, um, and that doesn't that doesn't really go over too well with Ethan. Because why would it? Uh, yeah, ben, I mean, uh, Adam's really just playing like this irrational confidence guy. This guy that it's like in in basketball, just shoots a bunch of threes when he's yeah. even when he's not open and stuff. And he's just he's in a normal survivor game. I get what he's doing. He's trying to play this long game. He's trying to bring people in and all that stuff. It doesn't work in this kind of game. And you need to have some type of short-term yeah. vision because a long-term vision you got to be here and he is so into the game that he is playing like he is in love with his own game oh absolutely uh, and that goes into the irrational confidence yeah. rob needs to adapt and maybe play a little bit more like i am i don't think that's correct that is not how rob needs to be playing um in fact maybe I, maybe it should be the other way around maybe he should be picking up lessons from rob because as terribly as rob is doing here he's still around he's still in the game people aren't coming for him yeah and I think Adam, he's kind of, I think he gets kind of drunk with power a little bit. I think bit. I think he realizes that you need to make big moves in this game to win. Mm-hmm. And he's just doing it a little too early and a little too strong. I think it's kind of like when they had the goat version of uh, Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. You had to kind of go all in because to beat the other person because it's that kind of stakes yes, and that's how yeah, good yeah. everybody is. And he just went all in with the wrong hand pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, that's a great analogy because, uh, you know, he, he was even talking about poker. Yep. And Boston Rob just kind of just kind of like shut him down like, yeah, ah, he's thinking poker. Poker player, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess, the, so like I said, the first mistake Adam makes is, I guess, telling Ethan uh, then I, you, maybe you want to call it a mistake. I don't know if it's a mistake, but it did kind of raise my eyebrows that apparently in last episode we didn't see it, but Adam gave his half of his 
uh, of Denise's idol back to Denise. So Denise has the full powered idol. Yep. They don't need to talk about it anymore. It's just 100% Denise, which maybe makes a lot more sense three days prior to now than where they are now because Denise didn't even wind up. Denise flipped on him and didn't tell him. Yeah, for him to do all this stuff after giving back that half of the immunity idol without telling Denise this is his plan, I just, I, I don't understand. I want to be in his head right now because I just can't get my, my head around it. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, they're de- desperation, I guess, partially uh, worried that they're on the bottom, um, wanting to make a big move because this is an all winter season. And to win an all winter season, you need to play at a, you need to turn it up to 11 yeah. for the entire game. I don't think that's right. Um, yeah. He's playing a little bit too hard here. Yeah, which um, is kind of ironic because everyone's playing so hard, but he's playing harder and way too hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't hate the idea where you want to like get closer with Rob or you want to get closer with Parvati or you want to get closer with Ethan, whoever it is that's around, that's fine. But you don't want to... You don't break the cardinal rule of Survivor. Yeah, you don't do it by just throwing a bomb in the middle of those three people and running away, uh, which is kind of what happens here. Um, So it gets worse because not only does Adam tell Ethan, you know, that he doesn't have Parvati's back, but Adam... After and here's another quote. It's it is impossible to vote somebody out in this group and not piss somebody else off. Or is it? Smirk. Good tease. Yeah. Um no, yeah, terrible. Uh so Adam tells Rob, are you open to any other possibilities? So so basically I guess the uh so so they're having this little powwow, sit down conversation here. Um and, and Rob's pretty sure it's gonna be Ben. It's Ben, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not no. No, Adam just no, and then oh, okay, uh, Michelle or Jeremy, and I mean, no, are you open to anything else? And Rob, like Rob's demeanor entirely changes. Like scoffs, he just becomes upset. Like he's he's giving you like the yeah, well, yeah, you, whatever. We're we're solid, and you can tell in that moment they are not solid at all. Like Rob is so unhappy with what he's hearing. Well, that's what would really confuse me is like Adam is a smart player, obviously. And, you know, a lot of it is reading people. And this whole thing, like, we could see it. It's so obvious. Like, how does he not see that? Yeah, Boston Ron makes a great point. Like, you don't even need to have spent any time on him on the island this season to know that this is not the right move to make because you've seen Rob play before. Yeah. Rob's not the kind of person who's going to be threatened into a corner or he's not going to, he's not going to just stand around while you take out the people around him. He's going to mount a counteroffensive and and try whatever he can to stay in the game and to keep his position in this game at least even or better himself. Yeah. And there's nothing like he gets nothing out of going with this Adam plan. So immediately he turns around and why don't we get out of Adam? Yeah. And that's why you don't do that with Boston Rob. Absolutely. I thought their conversation that how short it was. I thought that was one of the most fascinating parts of this whole episode. Yeah. It was really interesting to see Boston Rob kind of playing from a position of weakness mm-hmm. and he's trying to search, he's trying to get those answers and everything. And Adam just opening up the book, just opening Pandora's box and letting it all out. And then, like you said, just going beelining straight for Jeremy and Michelle. Yeah. And I, I really loved that Michelle has this whole story and everything. He's like, no, 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 that's not how it's going down. Don't bullshit me. I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I, Adam Adam says, strategically, telling people truths at important times can be very helpful. It backfired on a lot of people who've played this game, but I think it'll work. Um, so it, it doesn't work. And there's this the conversation uh, with Jeremy and Michelle, like you were saying, with Rob. I think that's another really great conversation there because Rob is pitching Adam to them. Uh, first of all, I love the move where it's like, no, 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 never mind that. We know that's fake. Yeah. Like, I love that. Get like, rid that's of all a, this. That is a Boston Rob move. Yeah, right that there. is a power move. Get rid of all the BS. Like, yeah. let's cut through it yeah. all. Like, come on. And I loved Michelle was like, whoa. But I love Jeremy. Like, yeah, you get he gave the wink and the the wink. It's like you're good, man. You're damn good. Yeah. Um, But the thing is, like, I in that moment that Jeremy and Michelle are terrible liars to Rob. Like, I knew in that moment that there's no way they're voting out Adam. Um, They might not be on the might not on be on the same page as Parvati as get rid of Parvati anymore. But they're not interested in like Rob has to tell Michelle to look at him because she doesn't want to because she's not going to do it. Um, you know, Jeremy's not really looking at him either. Like it's just, it's it's not it's not working it's not working for Rob. But like 
Rob's going to try it anyway. Like, Rob's going to do it. And maybe with a different group of players, it works out for Rob. But, like, you don't go against the Rob father. And if you do, you don't tell him beforehand that you're going to... Yeah, it's it's just a calamity of errors. And what I thought was interesting is you can still see... Rob isn't the same Rob and everything. Mm-hmm. You can see it, and he's still trying to, like, get that back. Yeah. And I find that one of the more interesting parts of his whole thing is he's this former great who you still see, like, the glimpses of it, but he just can't get reach that peak anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I think part of it is because people are just so on the lookout for him that he is kind of in a bad position to yeah. start. And he's not playing... Usually his type of game works against people who, you know, aren't winners, you yes. know, who aren't confident players and stuff, people who can follow somebody and hope that it goes their way. And that's not the type of players he's playing with. Way too many people have had their game wrecked by thinking they can work with Boston Rob or they could tell Boston Rob something or that Boston Rob was in their corner. You just don't don't. He's been on the bottom this entire game, and that's 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 fine. You don't want to let him get powerful. But I guess my question is: so a big part of this, a big part of this uh, this move here. Uh, so Michelle really takes the ball into her own hands and runs with it here. Welcome to the um, show, Michelle. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Because right before this episode, Michelle was saying that she was she was under the impression that she was a yeah. part of the season, and but she, she hasn't seen much of herself. She was amazing this episode. She really so it was. It was really good to see her finally get some airtime. She really was. And it's and it's such a great move where it's, you know, there's the plan A or plan B, and they just come, well, what about plan C? Yeah. Like, this one's, this one's better. Because if you go with Parv, right, if you vote out Parv, you're strengthening Adam by kind of doing what he wants to do and you're going against Rob but if you do the opposite you keep in Parvati and you vote out Ethan then Adam's the one who looks like crap and maybe Boston Rob's a lot more likely to work with you yep. because the whole Adam thing was just such a disaster so I love that so my only issue so yeah. a little counterpoint to yeah. that is so you we have now uh, the three people in on that tribe that are now the the power alliance yeah right but so you have four people that are not. I and think, that's the Ben power line. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so I think my only issue with targeting Ethan, I thought it was a smart move. My only issue is you're now forcing Rob, Adam, Parvati, and Denise to now work together. If they just yeah. band together, you got four versus three. I, I mean, and you have the idol. They really, yeah. That that is that is true. And I that is kind of the way that you know that that Adam will have to try and proceed. But the problem is that. Based on how Adam did something, did he burned he, he burned did, a bridge he with Boston did. Rob? Yeah, he did burn a but bridge. But I think I think you're right. Yeah. I definitely think he burned the bridge. But I think Boston Rob is well aware that he needs Adam. Mm-hmm. So I think that will kind of. They even said it's like, hey, he's gonna be mad if we take out poverty, but he'll understand. I think it's the same thing. It's like I'm mad at this guy, but I need him for right now, at least till the tribe swap. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's so let's let's talk about let's talk about that because a, a tribe swap is almost certainly coming up. I think it's interesting that we saw in the preview uh, nothing about a tribe swap, yep. and this could be like if we don't get a tribe swap next episode. We usually get one at this point, mm-hmm. um, so like it's going to mess with a bunch of people's heads that we yeah. don't get one. If I had to, if I had to bet, be it would cool. be two episodes from now. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Um, unless they want to do it in one episode from now and try three tribes or something like that, who knows? But I wouldn't, I wouldn't even mind if they just kept the tribes oh, as I, is I, right up until the merge. Just yeah. do the heroes versus villains thing. Yeah, um, just because we had such a great like just tribe dynamics are so fun in yeah, the season. Totally. And yeah, I wouldn't mind. Why that break at all. it up? Like yeah. why? Why would you want to split up Tony and Sarah? They're great together. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I want to see more of the red tribe too because you, yeah. you know, you're, we're getting like bits and pieces there because they keep winning. Well, you win. Stuff. And you, know? <laughs> you don't have to worry about that too much. Um, okay, so the question that I have about uh, the the Ethan vote, and, and Jeremy wants to vote out Ethan because it's going to weaken Rob, and Michelle wants to vote out Ethan because it's going to weaken Rob, and everyone loves this idea about weakening Rob. Why aren't we just voting Rob out? That's my question. Like, is the right move here to just vote? Like, if the move's not poverty, is the move Boston Rob? I wouldn't have been against it. I think. In the back of their minds, they're like, all right, he's got Amber there already, so they can team up on Edge of Extinction. Mm-hmm. And a person is coming back probably pretty soon from Edge of Extinction. So I think sure. if you look at who's on that island, you put Boston Rob there, it's like pretty much saying, hey, welcome back to the game. Mm-hmm. So that that's really my main thinking. And, you know, they've been taking out the legs and stuff. And I think... You've seen Adam. I think a lot of people want to work with Boston Rob, which yeah. is kind of the confusing part. It's too. weird. That part is that part's weird, but also like I kind of get it too because he's like a survivor legend, and yeah. how cool would it be and, to work with and then beat Boston Rob at yeah, the end? Yeah. Right? It's kind of like toppling Queen Sandra yeah. and everything too. And, and then you also 
you have this huge meat shield too. Like Boston yes. Rob is always going to be the biggest target, yeah. right? Yeah. But here's here's my question, and per, uh, allow me to make this really awkward uh, analogy, but Boston Rob is almost like the charisma of the season in a sense, where like Boston Rob's always at the bottom. Like he's not in this power position. Like I mean, no one's like telling Boston Rob he sucks all the time, except for Ethan. Ethan did tell him that, um, <laughs> and he got his ass voted out. Yes. Um, but uh, it's just like vote after vote after vote. It's clear that Rob's not in power here and Rob's not pulling the strings and Rob's kind of in trouble and people are taking getting taken out around Rob to weaken Rob. And Rob's surely smart enough to know what's going on there. Right. Well, what happens at the merge? What happens at the merge? Like. Is he going to want to work with you, this group of five that's been constantly working against him for the entire game? What happens at the tribe swap? Is he going to want to work with the people he was with or immediately jump ship and try to do something with Sandra or try to do something with Tyson? These are people he's played with before. And these are people who are also maybe on the lookout for this new school versus old school, people who knew people coming into the game, people who didn't know people coming into the game. There are a lot of like existing splits that he can he can really play up. So why are you leaving Boston Rock? Like, if you're really that worried about him and want to weaken him, just take him out. Like, yeah. he's not like he's not the Boston Rob of 15 years ago where he's like killing it in it. Like he did great in some of those challenges. But like the puzzle thing was puzzles was his thing. And he blew two in a row now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I. uh it's an interesting analogy. Definitely the rich man's charisma. <laughs> rich man's charisma. Um, but I just, for me, I think they're just like, hey, once we get closer to that merge, we get rid of him. I feel like that's yeah. like the only thing that really pops into my head is like, because it really doesn't make sense. Because we were preseason, we were like, does Rob make it out of the first episode? Is there any chance he makes it to the merge? And the more we go further along the line, a lot more likely it is for him to make that merge. Yeah. I mean, Rob is not necessarily making, Rob's not, the one with the gun pulling the trigger and everything, but he's shuffling a lot of plans here. And, you know, it, it, he eventually he's going to find something that works. Like a, a lot of the things aren't working and they're doing a good job of weakening him. Yeah. But eventually he's going to find his sweet spot and maybe go on a roll. Yeah. Remember, remember he like went right in on Ben. Like he got Ben the spillet, uh, you know, on Danny. Uh, and, and like, he, yeah, he's, and he's messing with so many people's games, even though he's not yeah. running the show, and they think they can work. And every time someone thinks they can work with them and they tell them a little bit too much, they get screwed. Yeah, that's where the Christmas part comes in, where he's like the berserker of this season. The moment you try to work with Rob, you get screwed, and they all want to keep him around to work with him. It's yeah. crazy. I'm um, really interested to see how Rob and Parvati kind of rebound from this like what do they do i'm just i'm thrilled that they're both still in the game like it sucks to lose, it sucks to lose ethan because yep. ethan what like he is he was too pure for the game he, he he is in a sense um you know he was learning a little bit but it's kind of like you know someone who doesn't lie learning how to lie for the yeah. first time kind of thing like i i love ethan was a lot of fun seeing him, yeah. him him play the game and it's sad that we lose him but we do get to keep harvity and we do get to keep rob yeah and they're two people who are absolutely fantastic and i think if i had to get rid of one of the three i'm willing I'd to sacrifice yep, yeah i'm willing to sacrifice ethan uh just you know a little call back to last episode mm. i said ethan was on the target yeah on the block and yeah. i was right you were you were um yeah so every broken clock every once in a while gets it right twice yeah right? <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, so we've got we've got plenty more of this episode to talk about. I really want to talk. Uh, I want to talk more about Sandra. I want to talk about that uh, that steal a vote caper. Uh, and we're gonna do all that right after this. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Ha! Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles now streaming only on Paramount Plus. Yes. Okay, Lance, so we are back, and uh, I think you mentioned that you wanted to learn a little bit more about the Red Tribe. So why don't we talk about the Red Tribe for a little bit? Because they're not losing, they're winning. Uh, they've gone. Uh, they've won three of the last immunity challenges, uh, three out of four, which is uh, pretty good shape, and uh, that really sets them up well, I think, moving forward. Because uh, once you get that three-to-one lead, it's tough to lose that, especially once a swap happens. Uh, because if you're right and they do a swap two episodes down the line, the best sell the blue tribe can do is draw where it's three to three i i understand that but i think this is just such a 
different season that mm. I think once we merge or if there's a tribe swap, I don't think they're going to stay loyal to those because these people have these previous relationships and yeah. stuff. I think in a regular season, you make a ton of sense, but I think now I just don't see that happening. Uh, true, true. Uh, still, rather have the numbers. Oh, absolutely. Not. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and, you know, I'm sure gonna be, it's an uphill climb for sure. Yeah, I'm sure Yule and some people will probably try to rally the troops like, hey, let's just stay loyal and let's yeah. just do this the whole time. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, things are going pretty well there. Um, it's a it's a happy. It seems like a happy camp. Uh, people are getting along fairly well. Winning, you know, uh, erases it, a lot of memories. It sure does. It sure does. There, you know, Tyson and Kim, I guess, are are, are still uh, you know a little bit a little bit struggling there at the bottom, but. Um, for the most part, things are pretty good. They're well fed because uh, Sandra 5.0 here, um, she uh, she has a kind of a hero moment, and it's really cool to see her game this time around. Uh, you know, it's her fifth time playing, and this time she wants to be out there and be the provider. She's like trying to pick up like almost like the Aussie role here, um, and she she's so smart, like putting out the net. Like, just put out the net and go home, and it works. It's like, this is brilliant. That's like the most quintessential, you know, Sandrum yeah. thing. Like, just put it out there, and you can go chill and just wait. Work smarter, not harder, right? Yeah. Um, and they get the uh, they, they catch a, they catch the baby shark, uh, which is just a it's just a fun. I'm so glad that Tony's there. Like Tony is so great. Tony per minute MVP. And it's like Sarah said last year. Like I love Tony, and I know that if these people get a chance to hang out with Tony, they're gonna love him too. And it's like how like how can you not? Because he like grabs this shark and he's he's terrified of this this shark. I don't blame and it's him. Like it does look like I mean it like it's trying to get up and like bite him or what something. What did he think was gonna happen though? That's <laughs> that's know. my thinking. I love that he just ran away when the the, the basket <laughs> thing's like right there. He runs away with absolutely no plan. Like he's gonna throw yeah. this thing in the jungle or something. Um, it is uh, it is great. Um, but uh, but good for good for Sandra for for getting uh, getting some shark steaks yeah. there for breakfast. Yeah. I think the the most underrated moment of that whole scene was when he touched the the teeth. He said, ooh, <laughs> he got all scared. What do you think they That was my soft. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and we also and, got some news though. Sandra said she's retiring from the game of Survivor after this. Yeah, well, once she gets her once she gets that 4 million, yeah. uh, you know, she's going to it's it's tough to win the game f uh, four times. So maybe, you know, she's going to have to call it quits. Um, but you know, if anyone can win it four times, it's Sandra. Um, it's. Uh, I'm hoping one of her kids ends up playing. You know, we get the we get a princess. Yeah, the D the Diaz Twine Dynasty. Yeah, uh, moving forward, that'd be second really, generation Survivor. That'd players. be really cool. Yeah, I was gonna say it's about time we saw some Survivors and their kids on there. But we've had Blood versus Water. We've seen mm -hmm. Sierra vote out her mom. Yep. So I wonder, wonder if. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, so yeah, so Yule is very. Uh, Yule is very Yule is sold on Sandra. Yule likes Sandra a lot, Sandra, and because she's providing. Yeah, who would have thought? Who yeah. would have thunk it? You know, but it worked out for her, and you know, good for Yule to say, "Hey, we need that nourishment yeah. and everything." You know, and we get a little bit of insight into Yule's game there because uh, he he explains that you know, moving forward, he's looking for people who he thinks are going to be acting very rationally. Um, he thinks that if he can figure out what's the best move for you then as long as it's not getting out him, like he wants to keep you around. And I, it, it sounds like he's playing very smart and it makes sense to keep Sandra around because she is the kind of person I feel like you can kind of know what's going on with her. She's, I mean, she is telling lies bit, and doing things, but I feel like you do know that that's her game. Yeah, I feel like, but she just is such a, she's such a haywire person that it's, for him, for Yule, he's got to be scared of that. And yeah, I think it's a short-term thing where she's providing for him and stuff. But it may—I mean, that's very on-brand for Yule. Like, mm -hmm. if I know what—if I do this to this person, I know how they'll react. If I do this and I don't know how they'll react, he wants the the known factor. Yeah. And uh, well, Yule knows, and Yule knows exactly how Sandra's going to react, and that's why Yule tells Sandra yep. that Tyson's coming for him because yep. she—he knows exactly that's. Oh no! Like yeah. Sandra's going to go for Tyson next. But, but if you looked at the preview for next week. Does that backfire on Yule? Because it does. It they could. hint that yeah. Tyson and Sandra are like, "Hey, let's let's get out these smart people." It's. It looks like Tyson is going to work each and every possible angle he can out of desperation. Mm -hmm. uh, good for him. You yep. know, it's like you yep. gotta you gotta do something. Yep. Um, and there's a and there's something to be said there for Tyson and Sandra working together again. Yep. Two people who have worked together, been on the same tribe in the yep. past. But we do hear that. I mean, you'll tell Sandra. 
and I get terrified when we have that one-on-one with Sandra and she's she's cussing it out and everything. I was like, wow, I would not mess with her. No. No. You don't don't want to cross. Why would anyone want to cross Sandra? Yeah. Don't cross Sandra. She's, you don't cross Boss and Rob and you don't cross Sandra. You do it in quiet. They go out of the game. And they don't even know it's you until after their torch is gone. And yeah. That's perfect. That, that's what's really fun about this season is you're seeing these winners in positions they've never been in. Even Tyson says it. He's like, I am not used to the seven days yeah. and so he does something that is maybe not the smartest move you it's, know it's so fun watching these survivor greats making mistakes left and right it really is it really and is there's a lot of mistakes like yeah. it's kind of crazy how many mistakes there are everyone's it, making them like yeah. ben's making them adam's making yeah. them even rob's making them. like everybody's making mistakes here and there yep uh it's a lot but of not fun. tony well no tony's tony's perfect he's infallible yeah uh <laughs> Uh, well, I want to. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, Tony in a minute. But before we get there, I think we got to talk about the uh, edge of extinction first. So that means it's time for another survivor business report. Um, you know, no, no worries about coronavirus there on the island. Uh, yeah, the economy is doing fine. No worries about Bernie Sanders there. Economy is doing fine. Um, in fact, we have our first billionaire on edge of extinction. Um, so uh, you could tell Bernie's not there because if it was Bernie's island, there'd yeah. be no billionaires. Well, everyone will get the advantage, right? Everyone would have to share <laughs> it. I think that's how it works. Um, so at the edge of extinction, we've kind of got the uh, we've we've got a uh, an all female island of extinction going on here now that Danny's joined. Uh, it's Danny, Amber, and Natalie, and it looks like they're getting along pretty well. Um, they kind of do this little search together. They get their clues about a, a tree, and they got some shells there, and they find the tree. Um, they've got to figure out this combination lock. And this combination lock's been used in about 25 Survivor episodes at this point. Um, they just keep going back to this thing. Um, and it looks like they're having a lot of trouble figuring out what these numbers are. Um, I like that Amber showed at least some kind of like thought, like, Oh, I saw some numbers back at the camp. I'm going to go run on my own and look for them. Like, yeah. good, good. Yeah. When I watched that in the beginning, before you obviously know the outcome, you're yeah. like, oh, Amber is finally yeah. adapting. You know, that she's was... finally getting her head in yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you take it. She took it from level one to level two. Uh, the problem is Natalie landed on that island on level five. Yeah. And she's on like level 10 now. Yeah. Uh, because she's like, she is so damn good. Um, so Natalie, I guess, uh, figures out that it's these shells. And Amber and Danny have, again, given up on this advantage. And it's all Natalie's. And I love Natalie's, like, once she figures it out, I love the idea, throw the one away, yeah, take the other, the other one, yep. like, just break a couple shells so yeah. that even if you try it and that, you figure it out, that's it doesn't work. That's quintessential survivor right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I really thought that it was smart for them because usually it's like cut and dry kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like, this is where it is. You got to find this, like dig the right spot yeah. or whatever. I like that they threw him a couple curveballs. It was like a fun having, puzzle. Having the numbers on those crates and everything. But Amber should have known, hey, there's no zero. That's a red flag. Like, hey, I need to redo this whole thing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we're, we're seeing some really good stuff uh, on Edge of Extinction. I think this is... If you want to have this aspect of Survivor, I think it almost works better on Edge of Extinction than it does in the main game. Um, but uh, yeah, but I'm yeah. still still have the same worry as last week, where we're just introducing so many advantages. One a week, yeah, just so many advantages and stuff. But I did like. We'll obviously get into it, but I did mm-hmm. like that. Sarah had to actually work for it too. So yeah, you had to pay yeah. And work for it. So this is like the basically uh, what Vince got last last season, which mm-hmm. is a chance to get a little bit of power, but yeah. to get it, it's hidden at the enemy camp. Yeah, but this difficulty was turned up a little bit from from uh, last season too. Well, yeah, a little bit, but at least in this season, that Sarah has a uh, some backup. Uh, at least, um, which is good. Um, so, but before we get there, like, I, first of all, Natalie choosing to sell this to Sarah is absolutely brilliant. Like, it's another really smart play. Like, she is, like I said, she's playing at like level ten here. Where like the first one she gave to Jeremy because like she knew, right? And then what she she gave it to Sandra, right? Because. Uh, Sandra's well, Sandra, gonna, Sandra first, yeah. Then Jeremy. Well, Sandra's gonna, yeah. Well, yeah. Sandra will pay for it, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't Sandra pay for it? She's gonna be a huge target. And then she takes this, um, this, this uh, steal a vote advantage, and she gives it to the player who has played this successfully before and knows how to use it. And that's the per, like this is perfect, like absolutely perfect. I love that idea. Yeah, and, and not just that. It's if you have to do this thing, you got to find the right person because it's. 
I don't know if this is producers tell them that it's mm. like they're like oh I don't know if I should buy this or not you got to find the person who actually is willing to give up their one coin to yeah. do it too I feel like and most people it, probably would right yeah I think so too but I think giving it to somebody who has successfully used it is like the icing on the cake yeah. like you ha- I have to buy this yeah yeah um, yeah it's, she's the, she's the absolute perfect person to pick obviously does not Natalie has very little information about what's going on with her what's going on in that tribe she's really just kind of going based on what she's seen on her TV before but I, I love it I I love it. And it works out really well. And now that means that because she sold this advantage, like I, uh, the moment Sarah said, yes, I guess uh, Natalie gets a token. doesn't even matter if Sarah finds the advantage. So, you know, maybe the best case scenario for Natalie is that Sarah yep. doesn't even get it. Yep. Um, but now Natalie has three tokens. And that can buy her the first advantage in the comeback, right? So that can, Natalie can, Natalie now legitimately has her pick. Uh, she could take the three and she could get an idol. The full power idol. She's got enough for that now. Um, alternatively, she can buy advantage an advantage in the get back in the game challenge. It looks like she can buy up to three of those advantages. So uh, presumably she could spend the three tokens to give her the best possible shot at getting back in the game. And I think that's probably the right move here. But things get a lot more complex if she gets a fourth token before that merge. And you got to think that she probably is uh, just because she's playing on such a different level than everybody else. And I don't think Ethan's the kind of player who's going to be arriving there on edge who's going to be like blowing her out of the water. Like, I think she's still the best person there to find these advantages. Yeah, totally. And, you know, Ethan is one of those old school players and stuff. And he plays a slower, more methodical game. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see. If he kind of speeds it up and sees, we'll see how desperate he is and stuff. But Rob isn't in the worst spot now either. He's got two people that will probably feed him, or maybe Parvati, because yeah. we did see that he bequeathed it to uh, his token to to Parvati and stuff. But that, as bad as it is for Rob and Parvati right now, they have two people on the. They have half the edge of extinction working for them pretty much. Yeah, Parvati is kind of like the center of that. Tr- like Rob trusts Parvati the most, and Ethan trusts Parvati the most. Yeah. So Parvati is kind of at the middle of that. She's just so amazing at getting people to trust her, even when you have all this evidence yeah. of not. Maybe you shouldn't trust her. You well, know? the problem is that re- she only has those. Yeah. Two people who trust yeah. her. And we'll get into the tribal yeah. council and stuff, but I thought she was really, really smart to, you know, kind of shift that target off her by saying, hey, I don't really have a lot of moves to make here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So back on so back on the uh, back on the uh, edge of extinction. So I guess uh, um, Natalie sells this advantage to Sarah and Sarah thinks about it for a little bit, but then she goes for it. Right. Um, and she decides that for this particular mission, she's going in to execute a search warrant, but she needs some backup. So she calls in. It's more breaking and thank, entering, but yeah, a little bit, a little B and E, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, she brings, thank goodness, she brings in her cop partner. Cops are us back together again, Tony. Uh, I Tony. wrote in my notes. Thank God she asked Tony for help. So <laughs> and Tony is very little helpier, but thank goodness she asked for it anyway. Oh, he, I, I don't think he helped at all. I think he actually made it worse. <laughs> he may have made it worse. Um, so he gets the uh, he gets a coconut filled with uh, charcoal ash from the fire. He's gonna like paint her face so she's it's already very dark out yeah. like she can't even see where it's, these torches are yeah so and no she's covering half her face. her face already yeah she's she's got like the ninja thing going on i just right? like to think that tony was celebrating ash wednesday that's all oh, yeah, that's right that's, that's all right. i'm thinking it kind of yeah it's a good timing yeah. good timing so but right, it, rash when they start spitting on it and everything <laughs> and it's like <laughs> that was it, the best part. it looks exactly the same and it does nothing maybe ben didn't see her because of that yeah though. yeah, yeah. It's, it's yes it's, it's a great it's such a great it's like a great the plan makes so much more sense in Tony's head than oh my God, in, yeah. in execution. And I'm imagining that's, that's yeah. how a lot of Tony's plans wind out. I like that Sarah's but... just game for it, too. She's like, all right, oh, let me, got, let me spit it. on it, too. You got you it. Know? You got, you got, got, why not? Like, right? It's like a fun, like, that's fun. Like, they are having a blast doing that. Um, and, uh, you know, who knows Who knows how much Tony, he may have done more covering for her back at the camp. You know, she's going to be gone for a while. So, you know, who who knows that? But um, But the actual caper... Um, it seems like it's a very, it, a lot of suspense. Like, I like that. Like, this I felt like a lot of, was just suspenseful. Yeah. 
Um, a lot of suspense, and um, it does not seem like it goes well, but it also doesn't seem like it goes badly either. Like, there are those clips of, like, Ben woke up, but I'm I'm 100% certain that that didn't happen while she was there. Like, I think that was just, like, edited in. Because, like, he's up, he's looking around, like, he doesn't see anything. Like, I'm, I'm very suspicious of that clip. I, I think you're right. I think uh, there was another clip that made me sus- suspicious, too, was so when Ethan went to sleep, he yeah. put the thing over his head, and then, yeah. you know... I don't know how long it took, but he didn't have it on anymore. Yeah. So I feel like that might, things change a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she wasn't very stealthy. Nope. Uh, it was a, It's tough though. Like those things are taller. Like it's pitch dark and everything. So props to her for for pulling it off. I there was a point where I was like, is she just not gonna find? Is she just gonna give up? And yeah. like, I want to see somebody actually get caught though. You know, that would be fun. That yeah. would be fun. And, and like, do they hold the hostage? What What are the consequences yeah. of that? Yeah. Like I mean, she, obviously she doesn't get the advantage, but then. I guess everybody at the tribe knew she was there looking for an advantage. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like uh, it would have, it would have been, it would have been fun. Um, eventually, we're gonna get that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we said. Uh, I think I said last uh, last season when Vince was doing this a very similar challenge. Right, he had to steal fire, um, and you know, he basically just sneak into camp. Right, um, that he, it's easier perhaps than it it sounds because. Even at nighttime when people are sleeping, there are cameramen walking around. Like, you expect there to be some noise. You expect there to be a couple strangers walking around at camp. So having someone else in the distance, maybe it's a produce. Like, who knows? Like, it's not super unusual. So, like, you know, it's it's probably a little bit easier than it sounds. Yeah, um, yeah. No, but I, still, like, you, you, your heart's racing anyway. Yeah. No, I, I get that. And, you don't, you know, we don't spend a lot of time with them at night. So you don't know what kind of animals True. are running around and how much... You know, ambient noise there actually is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But she 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 pulls it off, and she's got that advantage. And now um, that group that that alliance that she's got, uh, the gritty alliance, if you want to call it that, with her, Tony, and Sandra. Uh, now they've got uh, between those three people two advantages. Um, so if that tribe really does go all the way here, and once it comes time for them to start fighting with each other. I love that it's the Tony, Sandra, and Sarah faction that has the most power in that. That's a lot of fun. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. A lot yeah, because that if he keeps anything that keeps Sandra and Tony in the game a yeah. little bit longer. I mean, Sarah's fun too. But let's yeah. be honest, like it's Tony and Sandra, your money makers. Yeah, there. Sarah's great, but you know, just entertainment value wise, yeah. those are two of the best for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, very excited to see where that uh, where that happened. We haven't seen really any of these advantages used yet. Um, we're going to see a couple expire. Uh, Sanders might expire before she has a chance to use it. Who knows? But she hasn't been to tribal yet, so she's really only had to what like use up. Did they have to use up any like? Did she one? I think tribal, she's right? once. Yeah, yep. she's and she got two to go. Yeah, yeah. So she could she could wind up having that I mean, at the merge. I mean, if they keep winning out, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's a good place to be. Not yeah. having to go to tribal council. That's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good. And, uh, and you haven't had Sandra to really like go too deep in her bag to be like start throwing people's names out and stuff just because they've been winning. Yeah. So it makes so it does make it easier for them to all get along too. Yeah. She better keep be careful with that background. Rob, he's going to want to go through it. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the immunity challenge uh, and tribal council, and also I'm very curious if you've learned anything, Lance. Uh, and we're going to find out all. Of, we're going to talk about all that great stuff right after this. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Okay, Lance. Uh, so we're back, and let's talk about the uh, the immunity challenge for a little An bit. Amazing! It was immunity a really challenge. good. Yeah, it was a really good immunity challenge. I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of Survivor fans, are really into like the social game and don't like care a lot about the challenges. But like this one was a, such a fantastic challenge. I'm really, you know, not to get into this specific yeah. immunity challenge. I'm liking that they're kind of combining the reward and uh, immunity challenges yeah. so we get more time with the tribes. And yeah, everything. no, for sure, for sure. I, I, I think that's the best thing to do there too because there's just so much great material they're, going on. You know, for only being an hour, they're very smart about being economical with a lot of the stuff. Like like the intro was just a 40 
real quick and they got right into mm-hmm. it and stuff. So like they're not wasting a lot of time, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. We we're still waiting for them to put the bonus thirty minutes on all, all oh, access. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. God, thanks please. to Rob Sesternino for that idea. Make um, make us uh, you know, EPs for that. Yeah. Um, so in this immunity challenge here, uh, it's 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 got a bunch of different uh, portions to it, right? We start out with like a like a little bit of American Ninja Warrior yeah. there, where we're it's like doing a parkour the, competition. Yeah, you know? doing the doing the jumps there. Uh, we've got a ladder climb, which Tony is very well practiced mm-hmm. for. Not a surprise to see him nope. climbing this this ladder, uh, safest ladder he's climbed in months. Um, I wonder if he feels weird being on like a sturdy ladder. Right? Like, wait, something's wrong with this thing. <laughs> All the rungs are yeah. staying put. It's weird. Uh, there's a throwing part, there's a climbing part, and then there's a puzzle part. Again, obviously, it all, all comes down to the puzzle. It always does. But it uh, looks like the red team here uh, does get a pretty good lead going into it. Um, and then the blue tribes really play and catch up the entire time. Um, where you know once you know once once Tony gets that ladder out and picks up that time with the ladder, it's all over. Um, no, the um, uh, it really comes down to the puzzle, like I said, and um, Sarah and Sophie do a fantastic job with this puzzle. Now we've seen this, we've seen tree puzzles before. I did a check to make sure this this is definitely a different tree puzzle yeah. than the ones we've I've seen, seen the before. Tree puzzles, yeah, yeah. Um, this one's a little bit unusual. Usually in the tree puzzles, like each piece connects directly to the trunk. In this one, some of the pieces just connected only to other pieces, yeah, so it's like a, a t- little bit this different. This was a tough one. It was very, yeah, it looked very it, tough. It honestly felt like only two people really got it, and it was the two people that weren't building the puzzle. Like, Wendell, like, just saw it. He just yeah. envisioned it and stuff, and then Parvati looked like she knew where everything was supposed to go, Yeah, too. there were a few people who were not part yeah. of the, who were really helping yeah. out there. like, Wendell's not getting much screen time, but he was, like, the MVP of that competition. Yeah, um, so... First of all, um, I want to talk. So Rob and Michelle are the folks who do the puzzle on the other side. Um, big risk by Rob, again, going after the puzzle here, especially after what happened last time. Like, even without a history, being that person on the puzzle is like a very high risk thing. Because when it goes wrong, it falls down to you, right? Because it's like everything else takes five minutes. The puzzle, you're there for an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and so it's... But... Rob, does anyone want to say no to Rob? If Rob's going to do the puzzle, like I I say Rob wants to do the puzzle, Rob's going to do the puzzle, right? I mean, is there anybody better to do it too on that tribe? So I honestly, I don't think he was, like he was much worse than the the previous one. Mm -hmm. He wasn't that bad in this one. They were so darn close too. Um, Maybe Adam, he's supposed to be smart, right? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Michelle didn't add a ton just from the edit we saw and everything. So, and you know, they did have to come back, but you make a good point. Like Rob is putting himself in these positions where it's easy to just blame him. Yeah. And it really doesn't look like Rob and Michelle got a lot done with that puzzle. I mean, it was really close, like back and forth. But the reason why it was close is that every time the red tribe would put in a puzzle piece, they just the blue it. tribe would just copy it. Yeah. So they were legitimately just playing catch up the entire time, just seeing where that last piece went. And they almost had a chance to catch up at the end where Sarah does that, like, I was worried that this was going to happen the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, like, they stick a, and stuff. A lot yeah. of those puzzle pieces look like they were going to fall off yeah. or, like, the entire tree would fall over and you have to start over again. And it does happen where Sarah knocks a couple pieces off, but it's a very minor thing. It gives the Blue Tribe enough time to just get a little bit closer but unfortunately, the blue tribe can't see where the red tribe puts the final piece and yeah. then put it there themselves yep. first. Yep. So that's the problem. It, it was a great competition, an absolute barn burner. Yeah. Um, and I thought Sandra sitting out was the difference. You know, Sandra probably, if she plays, they don't win that. I think. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. And I love uh, how excited <laughs> she gets when she sits out, you know? <laughs> and she was all of us. I was a nervous wreck. Like, I don't have a great memory with immunity challenges there have been a lot of them yeah but i don't remember a lot being that close a lot like, of them are not this close and then yeah. like when when uh sarah drops that piece you're like holy crap are they gonna do it and stuff yeah. like i was very into it was it. close enough that that could have made the difference yeah, it absolutely. really could have um yeah um but you know it, it doesn't and unfortunately the, you know the blue tribe takes their their third loss that's going to be tough to come back from um, you know, especially if there's some kind of split going on where Boston Rob and and uh, Parvati are not happy. But you know, we'll we'll see where that goes. Um, but it was an absolutely fantastic uh, challenge, and you know, got some got a tasty uh, got some tasty kebabs and a grill out of it, yeah. which is pretty good too. Yeah. Um, so uh, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about tribal council. 
Um, it, was there was there anything going on at Tribal Council except for metaphors? Because there are a lot of metaphors. A lot. Yeah. The so dating one I like. It's kind of like dating, but it's also like there's a problem. You can sit around and wallow in it, but it's also like a circle, and everyone's in their bunker, and it's also like there's it's can it just be Survivor? Can't we just talk about Survivor? Well, Does I, it? Do we have to compare it I to? Think, it's like we're all in a van and we're driving to, to we're driving to work, and we've got to get rid of someone in the van. And it's no, just don't. I think we found CBS's <laughs> next reality show though, dating in a bunker. Yeah, Meta, Meta, Metaphor Island. Metaphor Island. Um, yeah, dating dating in a bunker. Who's? Are you in a bunker? Is your bunker empty? Are you in my bunker? What bunker are you in? I mean, my bunker is empty, but there's plenty of room for people. I'm in the Survivor Brothers bunker right Ooh. now. Yeah, it's uh, room for two. Um, room for three, four, five. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how many people we can cram in. This you're in studio. the bunker, so you got to tell me how much room there is. Yeah, um, don't know much about bunkers. Like, like, okay, Ethan. Get, like Ethan, don't know much about bunkers. Um, uh, yeah, um, there wasn't there wasn't like a whole. Lot, I feel like most of the action happened before tribal council, and yeah, there wasn't it, like a lot of like. It felt very anticlimactic. Yeah, it was a little bit a, tribal. It was a little bit of an, it was yeah. a little bit anticlimactic. Um, Maybe they. Maybe it's like a pacing thing where it's like you just had this crazy tribal and stuff and like that whole episode was nuts. And it, But you really don't see a, a 45 minute episode like that where it's crazy and then, oh, yeah, there's tribal. Yeah. It's like there's a little bit, you know, uh, Adam's putting out his thing a little bit like, right, he's doing his like, I know what's going on, but I'm not going to say anything. Wink, wink. And then Rob's doing his thing where like, I know what's going on, but I'm not going to say anything. Wink, wink. And then neither of them are right because it's, yeah. it's Ethan instead. Yeah. I think the best part of that whole tribal was everyone's reactions. Yeah. Yeah. Adam's reaction was great. Adam's was just great. like, where, what happened? <laughs> yeah. And this, then I, this one was legit confusion. Yeah. Like, last week it was, but oh. I, I loved Boston Rob's more. I think he sees Adam's name on there and stuff and gets that smirk. Yeah. And then the next vote is Ethan. He's like, Oh crap. And it's just a one eighty, you know? Yeah. A Rob, not happy about it. Uh, Ethan, not happy about it. Uh, Adam, not happy about it. Um, gotta imagine that uh, Jeremy looked happy. Yeah, well, yes, him and Ben and Michelle, great for them. Uh, maybe not as great for Denise. Denise, uh, Denise takes a minor little hit here. I think she's still doing well though. Uh, no one's looking at her. Yeah, um, yeah, and she, and she has that idol too. And she so. does have, and yes, good for good thing Adam gave her that idol yeah. now because he might not be around much longer. And if she's not really with Adam, she becomes like the most important person in that tribe too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Ben all of a sudden is no longer that. Ben has been very fortunate to be kind of like a swing vote there. Yeah, um, he is a very important person in that tribe, and There's, he wants you know, Rob out, right? And Rob wants him out too. Yeah. Like that was that was Rob's plan. Rob, Parvati, and Ethan were all about getting yeah. rid of Ben. Yeah, that was um, my what we learned from last week that you know Ben needs to get out of. Boston Rob's, you know, crosshairs. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, it makes sense, but I, it seems like a good uh, good transition here to talk a little bit about what we learned here the this, great this transition, week. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you learn anything, Lance? Learned a couple things Okay, this good, week. good. A couple things. It uh, would be a short segment if you didn't. Yeah. Uh, not as many things as I learned the previous weeks, okay. but, you know, still good. Still good stuff. Yeah. So the first thing I learned, I learned that Boston Rob is like watching your favorite aging superstar, <laughs> kind of like Tom Brady, Yeah. you know? He shows flashes of greatness, but he just can't reach that peak like he used to. You can see it in the competitions, and even as the game goes against him and stuff, he's just reaches that peak a little bit, but he yeah. just can't stay there. Yeah, not the best, but still pretty darn good. Yeah, still exactly. Still pretty darn good. Yeah. And I mean, Tom very Brady, good to watch. Tom Brady's still a top ten quarterback, but he's not, you know, the goat. And you got to say, Boston Rob would not be upset being compared to Tom Brady there. I think, yeah. I think he'd like that. I did yeah. the Boston connection too. That's right. That's right. He's a big fan. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, one of the things I learned um, is that. Being smart strategically just isn't enough. Um, Adam is someone who knows the game of Survivor for in, or, in and out, but a really good strategic game has to be informed by a good or at least a decent social game. And Adam just didn't have it. Like he didn't have, he thought he had such a better connection with Rob than he did. Rob was playing him, clearly. Uh, he tells Rob the wrong thing. He tells Ethan the wrong thing. Um, he's. He's almost like playing cocky, like he's like he doesn't think he's running the show, but he's acting as if he's already got the million, two million dollar check in his pocket. Um, he just 
if he just had like a little bit better read on Rob and Parv and everybody else in the tribe, he'd know why he wound up where he was. And he was in such a strong position before he just got a little power hungry. Too he and wasn't. Everything. Yeah, he thought he was in a terrible position. He was in probably a better position than he thought he was. But now he is in that position he was worried about being in. Yep. And he um, needs that tribe swap real bad. And he put it there and he put himself there himself. Yeah, yeah he, he does. He does. All right, what else you learned? Uh, I got an Adam one, too. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned this a little earlier, but I, Adam just played way too hard in a game where everyone's playing hard. He had too much of the long view in mind when you still have to get to the end. Mm-hmm. I think Ethan, you know, foreshadowed his end, but he also is gave the advice that Adam needs where I can't think too far ahead if I'm not in the game anymore. Yeah. And that's, I think, Adam's pro- problem. Yeah. I think there was like a little bit of foreshadowing too, where um, Rob kind of foreshadowed Adam not winning the game, where he's like, when they're talking about the poker, and Rob's just like, yeah, you're not going to win. Like, yeah. It's, it's like this low like, probability. Yeah, 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 low probability like, yeah. you're winning. Yeah. It's like, it's like almost like I read that as like, oh, he's talking about yeah. this game. And I, lo- about I loved how they started the episode because it's a Boston Rob and Adam episode, yeah. and it starts with their little thing. With the, so, with the it's leaf. A, it's a great just foreshadowing, <laughs> like, hey, this is their episode, and it's about to go down. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Rob is Rob is Rob's in control of that inner like he's yeah there and Adam's just reacting to what Boss and Rob does. Yep. It's fun. It's a power move too, like waking a guy up and everything yeah. and doing that stuff and yeah. then tell him you're not gonna win. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, all right. Uh, so so back to me, right? Something mm-hmm. I learned. Uh, don't tell Rob anything. That's what I learned. That's... Like the moment you tell Rob, if you're if you're working with Rob, that's one thing. If you're in an alliance with him, if you're Parvati or Ethan. Sure, talk to Rob. But if you're not working with him, what the hell are you doing talking to him? Like, that's... Don't give him anything. Over and over and over again. Like, did he not see what happened with Ben? Like, this just happened. Like, did he not see what happened with Danny? Like, yeah. over and over again. And it's Rob the gets same en- exact mistake. Rob gets enjoyment of, like, flexing those muscles, too. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. All right, my last one. Okay. Uh, I learned that right now, Adam and Rob need each other. Yeah. Jeremy, Ben, Michelle now have the power, and if Rob, Parvati, Adam, Denise team up, they have the numbers, and they can make a nice little run depending on what happens, tribe swap and everything. Yeah, they could. They could, and that's one of the reasons why I hope we don't see a tribe swap. I want to see, you know, even if this tribe does wind up in this bad place where it just keeps getting whittled down and Red keeps winning, like, I think that's very fascinating to see how they're going to do it. And I think that makes the merge even more fun because these people haven't, you know— mingled together and everything yeah. too much and stuff. Yeah, and because they're so such good players, like it's just not going to be that like it's not going to be predictable. Like it's just not going to be. And I think that's really exciting. Um do you have okay. any more? I do. I do. Um okay. So I learned um that at least in this season that being the first person to wind up on edge of extinction is a huge advantage. You want to be voted out first. Like it does no it does you no f- favors to be the person voted out immediately before the merge cuz you're just going to head into that challenge with absolutely no advantages. Um the only advantage you have is maybe just knowing people in the game a little bit longer. Um but think- Natalie because she's been there for so long, she is going to have presumably enough to get enough advantages to get back in the game and if she finds maybe one or two more advantages she's going to wind up back in the game with an idol yeah and i think that i think you're right and i think that after that when you they get rid of weaker people early Mm -hmm. in survivor and stuff and that just makes it even more of a a more advantageous spot to be on edge of extinction when you're voted out that early yeah especially because her vote was not because she was weak it was almost the exact opposite like she's there because she's this good like my only counter- and that wound up being a mistake in a sense. Yeah. But my only counter argument is, you're probably a little more nourished and well fed and everything when you're in the game. Like they Possibly. have, they have very little rice and stuff. So I think that's really the only counter. Is you might come in a little bit physically mm-hmm. stronger, but like you said, they have all the advantages and they've had time to adapt and everything. So yeah. Well, well she's a she's a she's an edge of extinction billionaire right now. So you don't know. Like by the time this challenge comes around, she could have like an idol, she could have all the advantages, she could have like a jar of peanut butter, she yeah. could have like a like a wine buffet, yeah. she could have like a trip to Applebee, she could like have like every like she could like buy Jeff Probst at this point. Yeah. Like she is she has got that many fire tokens. Um so I would not, I definitely don't want to count her out um for this season at all. And I think whoever winds up now, like going on Edge of Extinction, is in a real tough spot having to compete against her, not just for challenges, not just for like advantages, but like actually getting back in the game. Yeah, unless we start seeing some real heavy hitters mm-hmm. get taken out, I agree. 
Yeah. And even if Natalie doesn't get back in the game at the merge, she's still around. She's still got those tokens. You know, she could have an idol and maybe pick up a second one or like, who knows? Like she could just be an edge of extinction trillionaire. There's no, no limit. I guess the, well, there is a limit of 20, I guess, because there are only 20 tokens in the game. Maybe that's the limit. But she could have all 20. It's going to be wild if she comes back at what, like final six with two uh, immunity idols. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And an armored truck filled yeah. with tokens. Um, <laughs> um, one one more bonus thing that I learned. Uh, someone's in medical trouble next week. That's what yes. we learned. Yeah. yeah. And I think I know who it is. Who do you think? Do you it's, wanna, it's, you well, guess? I'm pretty sure it's Ethan. And the reason why I say that is because they were showing a scene with Ethan. And you could see a stethoscope in the same scene that Ethan's in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's what it looks like. Yeah, they did. A, I thought it might have been Amber for a second. Mm-hmm. But it looked like she was just kind of like lying down and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a spoiler. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. But it looks like it's Ethan. Couldn't, maybe it's not. Maybe well, it's a misdirect. Let's take know. a quick look to, towards next week. We kind of okay. did this last time. Yeah. Who do you think's in trouble? Okay, um, in trouble again. Um, I think if we are looking at the uh, looking at the Reb Tribe, I'm gonna say it's probably still Tyson. Although I think the case could be made for um, f- for someone who's a- a- actually not even on the target list right now. If that gamble and gambit does work, where he's gonna make something happen with Sandra, maybe they go after a, a Yule or a Sophie. I-, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they have the votes to make that work. But you know, maybe they go after a Wendell. Like maybe they like do something completely di- like someone like off the. You know, uh, he's in a he's also there. Like, yeah. That's right. Like he's, he's the Michelle now. Yeah. Yeah. So so maybe that's a good like, who knows? Um, what about Blue Tribe? Blue Tribe. Oh, boy. Um, he, Take your pick. Right. I mean, yeah. Adam looks like he's in he's in tough shape here. Um, but at the same time, like I could see it as well being either a Boston Rob or a Parv if they got to they got to choose someone there. It doesn't look like it's going to be like Jeremy or Ben or. Or, or Michelle, um, probably not Denise. So it, it's like there's only really three people left. Our our picks are eerily similar. Yeah. So on the red tribe, Tyson and Yule are my two. Watch out. Yeah, it could be Yule. And then on my blue tribe, my two are Adam and Jeremy. Okay. Yeah. I think I think it, Adam the target's maybe? too big that I don't think that's I, I think he kind of survives unless mm-hmm. you know they all just kind of band together. And then I think they're going to go after a physical threat and try to break up that three. And yeah. it, uh, I just think. Ben will find a way, and I think Jeremy's in trouble. Could be, could be. Um, but I, I just, I, I personally, I think Adam just did so much damage to himself. I think he's really put himself in that position where he's proved that you really can't trust him and you really can't totally. work with him. Totally. Uh, even unfortunately, if you're Denise, because he's like, you know, like he spilled the beans to Boston Rob, and and he ha- he gave th- his one piece of leverage. Like you could still work with Denise yeah. if you held on to that one piece. Yeah, I, it was a great move at the time. I'm sure. It's a great move at the time. Oh yeah, he probably was uh, like, "Yeah, good job." Yeah, yeah. He did did a five minute uh, five minute long interview with the producers talking about how smart he was doing that. Probably, um, it's a tough tough look for my uh, for my for my one winner mm-hmm. pick over on that tribe. Uh, but that's that's okay. He's still in the game. Uh, they're all still in the game. Uh, Sophie looking a lot better. My other winner pick. Uh, she is looking a lot better. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I think if I had to choose right now, based on the episodes I've seen, who wins the game, I think she is definitely in the hunt. Like yeah, totally. Her and her and Yule are kind of like at the top of my Absolutely. list right now. I really want to see when, and it looks like we're going to get it next week, when that target starts shifting towards them. What does Yule do? What does Sophie do? And I just believe in them. Mm-hmm. Like, even if that happens, like, I believe in them over a Tyson and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Because I, I don't. I don't have any reason not to like it's like you will like I feel like if you will goes out of the game it's not gonna because he made like some kind of dumb mistake it's because someone played an idol at the right time or someone had an advantage or someone stole his vote or like there's gonna be something like you know yeah it's because Jeremy left tribal council there's, there's gonna be something that like I really hope him over I really hope it's not one of those things where it's like damn that's how you all went out yeah you know? yeah because he's just like how Suri goes out exa- with no one yeah. votes for her Ex- and it's exactly. just like well by default yeah. Suri <laughs> especially because you is so good at this and like I just want to see I want to see him legitimately taken out if, if you're gonna take out you I want to see like everyone band together and be like we gotta yeah. get rid of you we've instead, never instead we've of never like an idol that. or something exactly yeah. yeah no one no one's been able to do it before not even the mighty penner yeah Penner, Penner, how did you gotta join him? Can't beat him, join him. Yep. Um, and that's how you'll win. Oh, Penner. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, I think that about wraps us up here for uh, for this week here. Uh, we will be back here next week, of course, talking more Survivor uh, Season 40, uh, Winners at War. Um, look forward to that. Uh, so if you want to make sure you catch that episode, the best way to do that is to subscribe to the Survivor Brothers. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, basically wherever you find good podcasts, you'll find ours. Um, and be sure to check out the other great podcasts in the uh, the TV Guide Podcasting Network. Uh, beautiful podcast to fall in love. Um, we're gonna have Recap Island this uh, this 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 summer. Yeah, Bachelor's coming um, down to the wire, and yeah, and all went for the Christmases. This Everyone pod. loves Pete. Yeah, the best time to get involved in a in a Christmas podcast is in uh, late February, early, early March. I mean, you miss it, right? Got to do got to do your shopping. It early. feels like it was just last week, but I already miss it. Yeah. Need to get in the the Christmas spirit. Yeah, uh, you you don't want to you don't <laughs> you don't want to wait. Get, get started early alright um, and uh, yeah so um, if you really like Survivor Brothers we would love it if you'd leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app as well um, five stars only right Lance correct that's right um, and uh, otherwise uh, we'll see you guys back here next week for more Survivor fun goodbye everybody bye bye the chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.